Welcome to the Mission Road Podcast, where we share stories of faith and service around the world and how you can make a difference. My name is Dawn Hawkins. I am the Director of Global Missions at Peachtree Road United Methodist Church, and I am your host. Today we have Meadow Smith joining us. Um, Meadow and her family went on the Guatemala trip, I believe it was two years ago. That's right. And so I'm excited to talk to you about that. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Before we get started, I want you to talk a little bit about your history at Peachtree Road because I know it's a lifetime. Um, and so I'd love for you to make that connection sure, for our audience. Sure. Um, well, my grandfather came to Peachtree Road. I think at the very beginning with, with my grandmother, my mom's mom and dad, and then my parents, my mom, of course, grew up in the church, and my mom and dad got married here, and I was baptized here, so was my sister Elizabeth, and then Hop and I got married here, and our three <laughs> girls were baptized here, yes. so yeah, it's been a- um, Generations. It's been a journey. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. Um, okay, so global missions. Mm-hmm. What- made you interested or maybe it wasn't you it was one of your family members but what first sparked that interest for your family in doing a global trip it's funny when you first asked me that I was thinking I had to think because for a long time like I just gave you all that history yeah I never really had an interest in leaving the country because not because I didn't want to help people but because I felt like just like I did with my travel there's so much that needs to be done right here. Why go anywhere else? Same thing before we went to London. I was 41 when I first left the continental U.S. Wow, there is a lot to see in our own continent, but wow, look at this. This is incredible, so different. So that was sort of my mindset uh, prior to our signing up to go to Guatemala and what moved me to want to go to that or our you know to discuss it with Hop and the girls was our kids were sort of not finding their niche they were having a hard time kind of finding where and what were their ages then oh gosh um because this was two years ago. yeah and it was prior to that that they sort of had a hard time finding where they fit so in. Ivy was just entering teenage years. Ivy and was kind of early yeah. teens. Twins were preteens. Tough and time anyway. Yeah, and Ivy can fit in anywhere she goes. Ellie and Holly sort of did a leave the school, come back to school. You know, they had the opportunity to go to Skank for a little while. And right. so that finding their place was never really that easy. So taking them to different groups at church was always hard for them. And Hop and I both felt like we need to find something where our kids can connect, where they can really feel church more than just listening to the sermon, which we did that most every week all together. And they enjoyed youth group. They love the leaders. They just, you know, were just a little insecure. So that was sort of our first exploration of it. We heard everybody in Sunday school talking about how amazing it was, and we thought, well, let's try this. Let's you know, let's give it, you know, let's just give it a try. And we tried to go one year, and we didn't get a spot because it was such a coveted opportunity. Yes. And so the next year, we did get a spot, and 
you know, we didn't get any pushback from the kids. They were all in. Yeah. They're like, this would be great. Which sometimes so it can fun. be hard because it's right at Christmas. They only get right. a two weeks off. So mm-hmm. a week of this, you're taking them somewhere to serve with people they probably don't know. Right. Um, right. And so I can see where there's pushback, but how great mm-hmm. it was that they were all in. Oh, they were all in. They thought it was the greatest thing. So Very exciting. So, okay. So by the time you went on the trip, do you recall the ages of your girls? Was Ivy 14? Ivy or? would have been, when we went on the trip, when you went on she it. was 15. Okay. And the twins were... 13. And you felt like age-wise, was that a great time to do it? or Well, they were 15 and 13. Is that a great time to do anything? <laughs> Just kidding. No, they. it was a fantastic time to do it. They're more independent, though. They were. Can engage oh, yeah. at a different level Completely. than maybe a nine-year-old could. Yes, so. and it was, and I think they would have been fine younger, too. I mean, it was, I was a little worried how they would, since they did sometimes show some reluctance in right taking risks socially but there was never even a second of their being uncomfortable that's amazing except the night Ivy got sick well (laughs) we'll come back to that but before we talk about that because it's always it is it is nice to hear stories of real life taking place on location um but just quickly tell me during the week when you arrive and you guys are staying in a compound, right? Mm-hmm. I guess dormitory style living mm-hmm. where the kids, how do they feel about that? Was it like going to camp? Were they? They were excited. They were excited Everybody wanted it. a top bunk. <laughs> it's just like camp. Uh-huh. <laughs> just like camp. Everybody wanted a top bunk. Um, they were, once they got their bunk and unpacked and of course it was really late. At least I think it was really late. We were yeah, really tired yeah. when we got in and, uh, they settled in pretty quickly because they knew it was going to be an early start, but they loved that. Um, I, um, you learn a lot about people when you share a bunk room. Um. Yes, you do. <laughs> and I guess you went with 40 of your closest friends yes. on that trip. So you yes. do learn they, a lot. Um, were very patient people, very kind, very loving. So, mm-hmm. so maybe this is a good time <laughs> to talk about Ivy. So tell me about your first mm-hmm. day in Guatemala. Mm, we hadn't even been there a day. It was the first <laughs> night. Yeah, we landed and um, we were all set with our EpiPens and our little to-go packs for anything we might need, emergencies. Elizabeth Pinnell had everything you might need in the whole world. She was so prepared. Everybody was, except us. And um, <laughs> then when that very first night, Ivy has a reaction. She's going to love me telling this, mm-hmm. but... She does, she has an allergic, she has F-Pies, which is an enzyme reaction to some foods, and we don't know what it was she ate. We know shrimp is, a, is something she's allergic to, but she ate something that will make her violently sick uh, with no warning at all and ruin the rest of the night. Um, <laughs> that comes on without any warning, and it's always six hours after whatever it is she's ingested, so... Here we are in Guatemala. I'd just um, fallen asleep, and before I even learned from my new roommates that that I snored, <laughs> and there's a, a place to tell Hop what a great, amazing husband he is, because he never brought it up. <laughs> but, That's impressive. Yeah, yeah, I've learned a lot. But anyway, they, um, <laughs> Ivy came in in the middle of the night. It was pitch black dark, and we hear, you know, Mom, Mom boom, 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 and got sick all over the mom's bunk room floor again and again, (laughs) trying to get to the bathroom, which didn't know where it was. Of course not. In the process, hit her head on uh, 
one of the posts of the bed had this giant lump on her head. But everybody was, and I knew everyone, or at least by name, but everybody just hopped up. We were all so tired, and everybody hopped up, started being so kind to Ivy and to me. We ended up spending the rest of the night. Good thing she didn't stumble into the dad's bunk room. Right. (laughs) (laughs) She, uh, but she did. We spent the rest of the night outside because um, we didn't want to wake up the rest of the night. We wanted everybody to go back to sleep. After helping, everybody was just, (laughs) yes, clean up. Everybody was so sweet. And then we sat outside the rest of the night and just sort of looked up at the stars because I didn't want her to wake up with, you know, the pain that she was in by morning. She was fine. But that, you know, it happens at home every other couple of months. And, but being in a, in a place you don't know, um, was really scary, but it was definitely, um, you know, that's life. And we got, I'm sure it it. accelerated the bonding process. Oh, I would say it was, yes. (laughs) And and I, and I love the story because the things that happen at home are going to happen on location and it is more complicated when it happens. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but it made a story that will live forever. That's right. Um, most all of the pictures that Ivy's in, she has that <laughs> nice giant egg on her forehead, which, you know, a teenage girl appreciates. Yes. And, uh, but it didn't slow her down. She was ready to go oh. the, the next day. Oh, and we decided so to stay. Lay low one day. Lay low then, one, yes. Yeah, and then the next day she oh. went out, but her sisters and Hop went out and started building. So, uh, and so the, the main focus in Guatemala is building. Mm-hmm. And I love, I have not been. I can't wait to go, but I, I love the concept that you work with your family and a local family mm-hmm. and you build a house together. Mm-hmm. So they, they pay something in, Peachtree Road pays something in and together um, you work side by side for the week building a house, which is beautiful. Um, and I think you brought this piece of fabric mm-hmm. that's, I would love for you to tell the story. It was, it's this. pretty amazing. Um, so I guess the, the most amazing part, there's so many amazing parts of, of the whole journey. And the, the Lees were our leaders, and they were great about letting us know what to expect. But you just really can't tell anybody what to expect um, and do it justice. But the first time we went into um, the, the little town, and I had to write it down, because what is it, Santa Maria de Jesus, where the families lived... The dirt roads, uh, some livestock, kids running around, um, playing, smiling, so happy to see you, and they have absolutely nothing. And we got off of the off of our bus and followed our leader place to place to place around all these corners. Um, I mean, stepping over trash, stepping over unmentionable things that were, you know, Making me, yes, but the kids just did the same with smiles on their faces and happiness and joy. And then we went around the corner to see the home of the family uh, that we were helping. And it consisted of a couple of pieces of plywood and a metal, a piece of metal, like a piece of metal roofing. And that's it. And they had, they were so happy. And they were so happy to see us. Um, and it really put everything in the world in perspective. Um, I knew we were going to see that, but until you're there and you so see you it. experience it. Um, 
and then to see their happiness all along the way, um, holding our hands, pulling us, showing us where to go was amazing. But um, without anything in the world, we built the house together. I mean, it was really cool to see our kids putting hammers to to nails and actually you know of course a lot of what we did was redone but <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was such a great feeling to feel to it was share such that an accomplishment with the family and then at the end the last day the home dedication which I'm sure if you haven't already you will hear a lot about the home dedication was hands down one of the most powerful moments of the whole journey and that's when we hand the keys to the homeowners and the dad, the mom, and the two little boys were all there, and we handed the keys. And one of my favorite parts is, and I'll brag about Ivy now since she's going to kill me when she <laughs> hears this from my earlier story, but she wanted to say the prayer, and she wanted to say it in Spanish. That's impressive. And the Outside in, of her comfort zone, it, I'm oh, sure. Oh, yes. And, and she did. She said... Oh. The prayer as much as she could before she was so emotionally overwhelmed um and this is my stoic kid my strong kid and she had to stop just because it was such a powerful experience for her when she was done and she did a beautiful job um the mom handed me this and gave it to us and to the Kuntz family who we built with and as a gift uh this tapestry which absolutely blew my mind it's overwhelming she has nothing nothing she had pieces of wood and a piece of metal and she went and got bought this and presented it to us as a gift which wow I mean it really meant a lot it meant so much so um that's what that is it's beautiful and, uh, beautiful and such a perfect way to show and illustrate the love that you were pouring out but that they were pouring out mm-hmm. back to you yeah, um, it was pretty, that's a that's a pretty special experience mm-hmm. it was um, it was really um it was a surprise and it was um we knew they were grateful they didn't need to get us anything we didn't expect anything but the fact that she had meant so much to her to give back to us yes. with so little they had. Um, and and also eye-opening to us about the families taking care of what they did have. The little boys, sorry, that's me. Um, the little boys were in one pair of clothes and the kids were water playing. And while they were water playing, their clothes got soaked. Thank you. Their clothes got soaked, so started to get wet. And the mama said, or I think it was the grandma said, stop, stop, stop. You, um, and we thought, oh no, we thought we were having fun. And then the translator helped us understand they can't get their clothes wet because those are their clothes. They got to sleep in those tonight. That's right. And just never, and then it gets chilly. And she said, you know. What a great perspective for your mm-hmm. children to Oh, have. yeah. Right. Oh, all of Something it Something we take so for granted. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay, so I know that was your alarm, was which alarm. means Sorry you have to go that. pick up kids. Speaking I do. of kids, <laughs> I do. Um, so thank you for taking the time Absolutely. to talk to us, um, and I hope I hope you'll have another trip to Guatemala at some I point. I hope we will too. I really do. Um, it was amazing. 
Good, good. Thank you so much for having me. To learn more about our programs and global missions or how to support one of our ministries, you can go to our website, www.prumc.org slash the mission road. Thank you.